This, this, this. Put a microphone on the crew chief. Is the Rich Eisen Show. Make the umpires explain that they're reviewing something. The Rich Eisen Show. When a host always talks about something over and over and over again, saying this should happen, this needs to happen, and then it does. Major League umpires will conduct in-park announcements during the replay review process. Earlier on the show, Basketball Hall of Famer Bill Walton. Coming up, NFL Films Senior Producer Greg Cosell. Plus, Basketball Hall of Famer Julius Irving. And now, it's Rich Eisen. That's right. As long as uh, we can have uh, one Basketball Hall of Famer on the show, we can have another. It's, it's like, uh, you know, the, the drop we play. You need one more? Should we get one more? We'll get one more. You need got, one more? That's right. We, we definitely Bi- need we, one more. We had Bill Walton in hour number one. And, uh, yes! In this, in this hour, we got Dr. J. I love it. Dr. J on this program. Um, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Um, we've already talked about this weekend's uh, Final Four action in in the men's world. We say congratulations to South Carolina women winning the women's national championship uh, in hoops, taking down UConn. Blew them out. Yeah, Bill Walton mentioned it. Uh, Gino Ariema was eleven and zero in championship games yep. heading into last night. Right. Yeah. Remarkable stat. So uh, Destiny um, Henderson, shout out. She got busy last night. She did. For that was the a great game. game. They dominated beginning to end. She did. They, they held they UConn did. what eight points in the first quarter, if I yeah. if I'm not mistaken. That they, was... they were up big early. Credit to UConn for coming back. I think they got it to six at one point, and then South Carolina just turned it on to close it out. And, and I also believe sure that did. Destiny Henderson, who I just mentioned, I think her season high was, or maybe even her career high there was 23. She scored 26 in the. Uh, Biggest game. Cutting down nets. Life. So we'll see who cuts down the, the nets tonight uh, on the men's side of things, Kansas or North Carolina. Um, and it's interesting. Um, we have, um, what, 45 Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliates coast to coast. Um, my Twitter feed shows Twitter feed. Uh, the Odyssey stream, um, the Sirius XM um, listenership, and Peacock. And we have invited any and all Duke fans to call up and practice with me on how to retort <laughs> a North Carolina Tar Heel fan. And we've yet to get a single call from a Duke fan. Well, because I think I said it best. What, what are we going to say? You can't say nothing. So their answer was like magic. I are not going to be there. <laughs> it's like, what can so you say? So there's that. Um, and Tiger Woods is at Augusta National again. Right now. He speaks there tomorrow with the media, and it sure looks like he's coming back. And, man, oh, man, what will they they got to put Thursday night on in late afternoon, right, on ESPN. Like, that's where he's got to go. He's got to get, like, some sort of 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock tea time, right? I don't know. Can't be in the morning. Can't just throw him out there 7 in the morning and nobody, you know, well, you know, see. the Masters.com feed is fantastic for all that. No, but, I know that. But they do. They alternate. So one day you play in the morning, no, no, that, Friday you play in the afternoon. Right. So which versa. one Which one would you want? You'd want, if you're ESPN, you want to see his first round. Because you just I don't think, know if he physically think, can hold up to yeah, Friday. Yeah, I think you put Tiger in the afternoon on yeah, Thursday. Yeah, you do. You want the biggest audience to see one of the most incredible comebacks involving one yeah. of the most remarkable and famous and decorated athletes in the history of sport. 
And when I leave the S off of sports, you know I'm being serious. Do you ask him? Honestly, do you give Tiger a preference? Hey, what would you rather play? Yeah. When do you want to get up? When does the Motrin kick in best? You know, I'm serious. Yeah. I'd give him the choice. So we're just going to work around your schedule. Tiger. Yes. Whatever works best for you. And of course, the rest of the players heard, would go, that's not it. fair. I mean, and I think it's he's just earned like, it. I mean, you know. Yeah, a lot of things aren't they fair. just basically tell everybody, like, hey, you win as many jackets and you do whatever it <laughs> yeah. is. And then you get into a, a terrible accident where we think you might be dead. And then you come back a year later. We'll give you the same uh, dispensation. Right. You know? Right. Seriously. So there's lots to overreact to on this Monday, and you could say we've already overreacted by saying, I think Tiger's coming back. Oh, OMG. And hey, Duke fans, you, you, the, the rivalry between Duke and North Carolina is over. Oh. How can you ever say such a thing like that? But you can. <laughs> it's kind of rough. <laughs> and I just did. Week, Rich. <laughs> and I just did. You seem a little too happy about it. You said you weren't happy, but just like the look on your face right then kind of said to me that you're happy about on it. On behalf of the Fab Five, I am <laughs> grinning ear to ear, sir. Also, Which also, was 25 years ago. I know also, that. Rich loves storylines, and that's a, it's, it's a it's great storyline. Yeah. yeah. Somehow, North Carolina, an eight seed, makes it all the way to the Final Four. They have a chance again to spoil Coach K's ending, and they do it in one of the craziest college basketball games we've ever seen. And, and, and it was intense. It was a really wonderful game. By the game. way, in the home where North Carolina won its first national championship on a game winner by Michael Jordan. Yeah, I know. Like, come on. I know. To create the Roy Williams matchup. First ever matchup between two head coaches who succeed the same guy. Kansas and Carolina. That is the mind-blowing stat of them all. Yeah, I know. Walt, Bill, Bill gave us that one. Bill Walton gave us that one in our That's one. Crazy. Rich, can you believe it? Okay, um, so lots to overreact to. Good, uh, thank goodness it's Monday. Hey. Overreaction Monday. Hit it, please. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. All righty. What do you have Back over the there, Chris Brockman? What do you got? All right, here we go. Coach K's two losses to UNC. They're a cloud over the end of his career. I was going to say his whole career, but obviously you can't say his whole career. The end of his career, the you, end. You know what? The end. Uh, absolutely. There's no other way to put it. There's no other way to put it. Uh, if I had told you, what if I told you to what use the thirty for thirty line? What if I, what if told, I told, you? told you, like in year thirty of his forty-plus year run, where we already know he's one of the all-time greats? You already know he's the, you know, Coach K. You already know like they're going to name it either the court or the building after him, and there's going to be a statue, right? You Why know not? that's coming. Why not all three? After just three decades, right? The court, you, I think, already is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. You, but I don't know when that happened, but I'm just saying before that. But he's already established as such. Guess what? When it's all over, he's going to announce it. He will have a year, a retirement tour year, and um, he's going to lose his last home game at, to, uh, to North Carolina at Cameron. He's going to lose his last Cameron indoor game. It's going to be to Carolina, and they're going to shock him. It's not even going to be one of those one versus two. It's going to be like you should beat the crap out of Carolina because they're you're you're so much better than them, and right. your body of work in the year makes it a, a less of a matchup. That's classic. And then you're going to see him in the Final Four, first time you guys are ever going to face, and Carolina is going to beat you then and send you into retirement. You'd have been like. G-T-F-O-H. <laughs> Get the... 
<laughs> so yeah, that's not an overreaction. Cloud, if you save his entire career, I'd say that's an overreaction. Yeah, just the end. But it, the, the end. Of, of his end scenario, it's the it's it's the nightmare scenario. Like yeah. name name me another program that they'd want to lose to less. Anytime, let alone in his final home game in front of the Cameron Crazies and 90-some-odd uh, alums and Jerry Seinfeld and the commissioner of the NBA. With Kyler Murray. And then the final four? Get out of here. Not yeah. a, so I hate that one, but you're right. Yeah. What else, Chris? All right, Rich, we, we just got done talking about it. I'm watching all the clips on Twitter. I'm following all these Tiger tracker sites. <sighs> And Tiger's headed for a top five, top five finish. I mean, he's going to finish in the top five. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. He's going to come out and shoot 68 on Thursday, followed up by a 70 on Friday. He's going to go into the weekend six under. He's going to have the lead. And there's a I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> top five. Top what, five. I'm calling it right now. One, two, three, four, five. Five. He's going to walk around. We're going to see the red. And everyone's going to be going nuts. And then he's going to hit 16. He's going to hit that shot. He's going to do the thing. With the fist pump. Has Brockman in setting up in the uh, history of overreaction Monday, the lush history, a tradition unlike any other. uh, Has Chris ever in setting up whether I think something is an overreaction or not, completely overreacted (laughs) so much making the point of this being an overreaction? Has has Chris ever done that before like he just did TJ Jefferson? I will say that this particular one, he had shown more... Interest and more enthusiasm, enthusiasm yes, indeed. than any other one previous. He's so, going to have such you know. a big league on Sunday. It doesn't even matter. Charlie's going to play 18 for him. He's going to bring him out. <laughs> yeah, okay. kid, just to cap it all. I don't know. See, Rich, I, I, I like happy. <laughs> I like happy, like, you know, enthusiastic Brock. Of course. You know. And we also love storylines like that. Yeah. And if he does. Top five, could he really do it? Well, hey, anything's and I just possible, say, Chris. I just want to say this. The fact that he's doing this alone right now is... Off the charts, nobody could expect it. None of us expected it. Even the, you know, can never count Tiger out right. faction would even believe this is possible. Of which we are card holding members. But for anybody who thinks that Brockman is so crazed right now, remember, Rich. he once upon a time predicted that Tiger would win the Masters on the same day of the Game of Thrones finale, and he did. That's exactly <laughs> what happened three years ago. So I predicted that months in advance. You did indeed. You said it's going to be the game. I think it was the Game of Thrones premiere of the final season. Oh, was the premiere? Yeah. Okay. So I got the facts wrong. We had two great hugs that day. We had Tiger hugging Charlie, Mm -hmm. and then we had Arya reuniting with Jon Snow. (laughs) Oh yeah. We had the great two great hugs that that day. Remember how eagerly anticipated that moment was? Great. Great family moments. I got a little verklempt when that happened. Great family moments. And now I wish I never watched. (laughs) And then one day, and one day Charlie will go down the list of everybody who counted his dad out. We are not on that list. Thank you. Yes, that's right. <laughs> all right, what all right. Else? A couple NFL items. Uh, we just talked to Greg Cosell. We've had a lot of people talking uh, mock drafts recently. Rich, here, this is an overreaction. I don't know, maybe. What do you think? There's no way a quarterback doesn't go in the first round. I'm sorry. That's There's an overreaction. No way. That's an overreaction. Uh, no I, way. I, 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 I agree with you in saying that. Um, I need when to. When was the last time that happened? I, uh, we have our first. Um, we have our first. Like. Uh, I guess cast wide zoom coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, but because I'm already preparing for the draft, um, you There's know, 24 I, I, days. Yes. They're 24 days out. <laughs> um, that um, 
Uh, I'm already, you know, reaching out to research to say, give me the time when we didn't see a quarterback in the first 10, the first 15, the first 20, first round. Like, I need it. I need that right there next to me. So in real time, three Thursdays from now, I can count that how, how unprecedented it is. And again, man, the number of pass rushers and linemen and corners and wide receivers available that are terrific makes it seem like if you're not going to reach and you're not going to go anywhere for a quarterback it's just going to keep they're going to keep dropping and i i I, it's something that i think i'm going to keep returning to through the next several weeks until there's a report that somebody falls so in love with quarterback fill in the blank they're going to go get him but bucky brooks pointed out on friday how does the league and the evaluation community writ large feel about the quarterback class he's like well look at all the movement that you saw in march everybody going to get theirs everybody go and get get theirs right now you saw all the quarterbacks on the move and the reason why is like i don't think we're getting one in the draft so that's not real I, i i think right now that could be an overreaction but we'll see what else chris uh it seems like there's a little bit more momentum on this uh, than there's been in recent years. Uh, Colin Kaepernick was in Michigan over the weekend, had a workout uh, that Harbaugh helped put on. We're going to see Colin Kaepernick on an NFL team this year. Oh, I wish that. I, I would love it. I would love it, man. Um, I, I, right now, though, I think that's an overreaction, um, unfortunately. I, I'm not hearing anything. Um, to that effect, I, I do love seeing Kaepernick out there. I love seeing him out there. I love seeing him throw. And by the way, let me just say this here. Is this your last item? I had a couple NBA ones, but we can get to them later. But, but let's get to it later because I want to get to Dr. J. And I just want to finish this up right here. You can take the music down if you don't mind. I just want to hit this here. So I, I, I see all the comments. I see comments. I read it. You know, yeah. I, don't, I try not to let it bother me. I, I, I try not to. And, and I, can, I cannot imagine what Colin Kaepernick must see whenever he says what he says. But um, do you have the soundbite? Get it ready, um, Mr. Hoskins. Because you're referring to the Michigan spring game. Yes. And Jim Harbaugh had a Kaepernick there to speak to the team last week and he's been on campus for a couple of days in Ann Arbor and then he threw and had a workout that Harbaugh himself ran at halftime of the spring game and you know this this the guy looks in shape the ball seems to fly out of his hand you know was it 100% perfect no But there he is, showing you it's time to work out. And he's willing to work out. He's willing to do it. He's putting in the work. He's showing you he can do it. And he's showing you he wants to do it. These are all the questions. This was him after the workout at Michigan. Oh, absolutely. We still get out there and slick it. Um, You know, really getting out here today for the exhibition was to be able to show that I can do that. It was one of the questions that my agent kept getting was, well, it's been five years, can he still play? So we want to make sure that we come out, we show everyone I can still play, still throw it, 
uh, and really just looking for an opportunity for a door to open, uh, to have that be a pathway to be able to get back in there, get a starting job and uh, lead a team to a championship. I know right now the situation likely won't, won't allow me to, to come in, step into a starting role. Um, I know I'll be able to work my way to that though and show that very quickly. So to the teams that have questions, uh, more than anything, I would say, you know, I'd love to come in for a workout. I'd love to sit down with you and have that conversation about how I can help you be a better team. It's time. It's time. And I see the comments. I saw the comments. So, I mean, these uh, no, no, no. Are... I mean, and, and some of the comments are like, what's it to Harbaugh? Who is he? Like, wh- where, like where did this come from? Folks. <laughs> come on, people. This was his Super Bowl quarterback. He goes back in the day with Kaepernick. Also, I'm not rooting for Michigan anymore. You know what? Let me just say this. <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm not, you're not rooting for Michigan anymore. We are the largest alumni group on planet Earth. We don't need you. Beat it. Beat it. I wasn't a fan completely of the way Kaepernick expressed himself back in the day. I thought the pig socks that he had on was a poor choice at the very least. I know a lot of cops. And that even offended me. But everything that he was talking about, about our society, guess what? He stuck the landing. And on top of it, it's time. There's no president of the United States sitting in the White House calling people sons of bitches anymore. It's a different time. And he can make your team better. Well, you don't have a you won't have a Kaepernick package? If he's your backup. We saw Taysom Hill have one. So I don't like to be exclusionary, but the people are like, oh, I'm not you gave him a workout, you gave him a chance in the spring game. I don't want then go go root for East Lansing then. Mm-hmm. Not saying that they that they're don't share the same sentiment of Kaepernick wanting a job. I'm just saying then go root for somebody else. Fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. And good on Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. It also shows the kids, guess what? You ball out for me, I got your back. Years later. Yeah, yeah man, it's crazy the amount of people that get so butthurt anytime like that man's name is brought up. In the comments we get, the tweets we get, most of the people who are angry share the, seem to share similar characteristics. But I, it's unbelievable how people just lose their mind at the mere mention of, of his name. He went and worked out. And the whole idea is, does he want to? Well, he's 34. He's old. What does he look like? Does he want to? He just worked out at a college's college. spring game. Yeah. That's showing you he's willing to put in work or, or do what it takes. And it's time. I'm like, why should you have to work out at a college spring game? It's not just any college, though. I understand. (laughs) How to get that in. (laughs) Let's take a break. More of your phone calls. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial here on the show. Um, And when we come back, Dr. J. 
I'll be good. Callaway Rogue Irons, people, didn't just create the longest irons ever with the new Rogue ST. They made their longest irons ever perform at the highest level for every player. Rogue ST irons come in four different offerings. Each model using artificial intelligence on high-strength 450 steel, the only irons ever to do so. Most popular iron of the bunch, I'll tell you, it's the Rogue ST Max, designed for the widest range of players because of its refined game improvement shaping and incredible combination of speed, forgiveness, and all-around performance. But for you low- to mid-range single-digit handicappers, there's the Rogue ST Pro, giving you that hollow body construction and a sleek, compact player shape. There's the Max OS and OS Lite, most forgiving high-launch iron. No other irons perform like the new Rogue ST irons, folks. Find your Rogue ST irons at CallawayGolf.com slash GoRogue. Dr. J and your phone calls. That's how we're wrapping up this show here on a busy Monday. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, we just had uh, Bill Walton in hour number one, but there's enough room for two NBA 75th anniversary all-time team members, two Hoops Hall of Famers. He is joining us courtesy of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar um, on this program as part of their, let me make sure I get this correct here. Yes, it's the Debate the Goatness program with Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Uh, courtesy of them here on the Mercedes Benz fans phone line, Dr. J. Dr. J, sir, take it away. He's one of the greatest of all time, and that's one of the many reasons why uh, 
Coca-Cola Zero Sugar decided to reach out to him to take part in the Debate the Goatness campaign in courtesy of that product. Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show, Basketball Hall of Famer Julius Irving. How are you, sir? Rich, I'm doing I'm doing very, very good, man. So nice to hear you, boys. Same to you. Same to you. Uh, did you catch any of the uh, basketball action over the weekend, Dr. J? I was there. I was there, man. I was I was. I was over in the bleachers. Actually, we were in the Coca-Cola Zero Suite. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, so, what did you think of that game? Time. What did you? Th- I, I, I'm sorry to say that because well, I know again you're a Philly, uh, you know, guy, yeah. and I know Villanova and Kansas played, but I still can't get over what I saw between Carolina and Duke, Julius. Yeah. No, that was that was just amazing from start to finish, and <laughs> you. you you imagine these guys, I mean, they go at it and they have such a history. And, and they, when you look at the stats, historically, it's like 50, well, at least in, in, um, in Coach K's career, it's 50 wins and 49 losses. It's, it's put the point differential is maybe less than 100 <laughs> in 100 games. And, uh, you know, the rivalry lived up to, to the hype for once. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, how many times does some, you know, do you talk about something and you look forward to it and it lives up to it and it, yeah. and it, uh, it, um, you know, surpasses your expectation level that, that truly was something else. Um, so back in the day, uh, Dr. J, how did you get to UMass? Why and how, how did that happen? Well, it was the at the end of the day, you know, I did visit some schools. I visited Iowa state and that was as far west as I went. I went south for a minute and you know, I, where did I go down there? I can't even remember, but that was kind of eliminated very quickly. And then it kind of came down to St. John's or UMass. So you're going to stay home in New York and go to St. John's or get away and, you know, two and a half hours up the highway and, and go to UMass. And I, I really fell in love with the, uh, you know, the big campus atmosphere and the whole college experience and just kind of getting away with New York when New York was always close enough because New York was my home base uh, or whatever. And I think I made the right decision for me because coming out of high school, I, you know, I did stretch up to 6'4". By the time I graduated, and I was about 165 pounds, uh, and when I got to college, you know, I grew a couple inches and, and gained weight, and I, I was able to develop my basketball game in a timely fashion without being pushed, without without it being rushed, and uh, and it had the staying power of uh, something that was developed through time uh, instead of an overnight success story. So. That's how I got there and my relationship between myself and my coach, Jack Lehman, uh, stemmed from he and my high school coach going to Boston University together and playing basketball at BU uh, together. And, you know, sometimes relationships are the best judge in terms of making a decision like that because, you know, if you go with somebody who has a relationship with your guy or your parent, whatever you you're going to be placed in good hands and and uh in sport and just you against the world i've got julius irving basketball hall of famer here on the rich eisen show i'm i i don't believe i've ever asked you this question and uh you know i'm sure you've been asked it who was the first one to call you dr j how did you get that nickname 
Well, I, I wasn't called Dr. J actually until I, I became a pro. Before that, it was just the doctor. <laughs> and, and I had a buddy who I called the professor, and he called me the doctor. And, and we, we graduated high school together. We, we went to the same college. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to play golf with him this afternoon. I'm going to play with the professor. <laughs> and, and so it's funny that you would ask that question. Uh, when I got to when I got to Virginia in my first year uh, as a rookie, our trainer, you know, he called called everybody Doc. <laughs> so, so, so I had the nickname, and he called the team physician the Doc. He called one of his other buddies the Doc. So he said, well, you got to be Dr. J because we got too many doctors around here. So you're going to be Dr. J. And then they started advertising the Virginia Squires featuring Charlie the Great Scott and Julius Dr. J. Irving. And that was the first time I ever saw it written out, Dr. J. <laughs> and and uh, there was no looking back after that. Dr. J. So have you ever received like an honorary doctorate in places where you are legitimately I, Dr. J, Julius Irving? I have, I have from, uh, from uh, Temple University. I uh, have an honorary doctorate uh, from there. And I have two others. Uh, so See, so I, uh, honorary, I'm an honorary doctor. I'd like I have a doctorate of humane letters, believe it or not. <laughs> Four times over, huh? So, uh, who was the who was the um, the best player when you arrived, and then when you left basketball? When you first got into the ABA, who was the best player? Not not named you. And then when yeah. you departed the NBA, who was the best player? Let's start with the the first one, Doctor J. Yeah. So the first one when I, when I got into uh, the ABA. You know, Artis Gilmore was the MVP and the Rookie of the Year. So he went right to the head of the class. Mm-hmm. Of course, there was, you know, I mean, there were great players there. George McGinnis was, was great. David Thompson. Uh, you know, he came afterwards. But um, but Artis Gilmore, I mean, he was a force to be reckoned with. And how he's not in the top 75, I mean, that, that questions the legitimacy of the top 75. You don't have Artis Gilmore in there. He's the, the leading field goal percentage shooter in the history of the NBA, and he was—he was just. Um, I, it hurts me because he's one of my ABA brothers. Mm. When I left, uh, well, you know, Michael was Michael was surging at, at the time because uh, he came in three years behind me. So my first, my last three years were his first three years. So he was surging. But I would still give the nod to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Hmm. You know that I left. He he stayed and played another year or another two years after I left, and so it was probably Gilmore on the front end and Abdul-Jabbar on the back end. Yeah, Kareem, right? I mean, and and now here we are. LeBron is, you know, closing in right uh, on the all-time points record right now. So. Yeah. You know what? What? What is your thoughts on LeBron James and where he rests uh, on on the well, all-time conversation, well, the goatness, if you will, yeah, Doctor J? The goatness. He's 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 gonna he's gonna pass everybody for one thing. 
that's you know he comes in at 18 years old, and he was he was a pro. He had the pro body and the pro ability as a high schooler. You know, I I really haven't seen anybody have that package. Moses Moses probably raw. He's probably the closest guy. And there was Bill Willoughby, who it didn't work out for. And there were some other guys who, oh, well, Kevin Garnett, you know, but he's not LeBron and he's not Moses. So, uh, so LeBron is, yes, the chosen one in that regard, you know, from he's going to play into his 40s and he's going to start at 18 and he's going to have, you know, he's probably going to have a 22, 23-year career. And and nobody's done that in basketball either, because uh, those last few years for Shaq and for Kobe, you know, they were they were on the bench, they were on the sidelines, they were they were there, they were getting paid, but they were on the sidelines, they were done. Uh, LeBron, it won't be the same for him because he can still be that complete player. His skills are so diverse, and his. You know, he's putting a million dollars into his body every offseason <laughs> to be able to still be out there with the with the tonal machine and, and uh the uh, you know, stuff that legitimately you know, is gonna help him maintain his uh physicality. So yeah, he's gonna be the guy at the at the end of the day, he's gonna be the guy who reestablishes the bar for what the goat is. Julia Serving, Dr. J here on the Rich Eisen Show, courtesy of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar and the debate, the Goatness campaign. Uh, one of the commercials for it was you and Joel Embiid. Uh, what do you make of the Sixers' chances to bring a championship to Philadelphia for the first time since your days, Dr. J? I think they're going to surprise everybody. Uh, right now, you know, they've been – Played with some inconsistency in terms of finishing games against teams that they're supposed to beat, but I think they're going to surprise everybody because somehow the bench needs to get a wake-up call. I mean, you can't play play guys coming off the bench who play for two quarters and don't score. Um, so hopefully the protest is over, whatever the protest was, because that sounded like a mutiny on the bounty. Uh, when I heard that, I'm like, well, something's wrong. We're actually get up there and get in that locker room <laughs> because these guys, you know, they're getting paid and and uh, and and they're, you know, they need to be productive for the team to be successful. You can't just have a great start and five and no bench. So right now, uh, they need to fix that, and they got about a week or two to do it. Well, I mean, Doc's called them out, right? I mean, <clears throat> and. Because the team's only, you know, a couple games over 500 since Harden's been there. Do you think they can, in fact, kick it into another gear in in the playoffs, Doctor John? I, I hope so. I hope so. But I don't think it. I don't think it rests with the starters. I think it rests with the, you know, down the line that you got to get eight guys and you got to get nine guys you know, out of the 12. And then if anybody gets hurt, it's the next man up, and, and he's got to be productive. So. Uh, yeah, you need you need some depth to go deep, and it's not showing right now. But maybe they get lucky. Okay, uh, in your debate the goatness campaign, um, one of the guys who I would definitely debate is one of the greats of all time, 
is Moses Malone. You got a good story one you could share with me? Oh, man. Dr. Come on. got first got to Philly, mm-hmm. and he was used to riding around in Houston with his top down and leaving stuff in his car. And then he got to Philly. He, he pulled in, <laughs> and he left his dry cleaning in his car. And he came back out, and the dry cleaning was gone, right? So... He said, when do I see this guy wearing my clothes? I'm going to break his neck. <laughs> he, had these, he had these shirts with the big collars on them, you know, the big flappy collars on them. And he had some uh, bell-bottom pads or something that were there. And he was so hurt, man. He was like, and I said, Bo, welcome to Philly. You can't, this ain't Houston. You cannot do that here. <laughs> I just loved, you know, obviously his all-time great uh, quote of uh, how many times, you know, winning at foe, foe, and foe. Were you around for that one? Were you nearby his locker or anything like that? Or have you heard that, Dr. J? Yeah. Well, he was serious because he says, what is that? They said, what is the championship? He said, we got to go four, four, and four. You know, beating three, the, the three series. <laughs> But it came out like fo fo fo, because you know he didn't really like talking to the media, and uh, you know he'd, he'd give him two minutes, and then that's it. He's all right, I'm done. Uh, so he's very quick with his wit, and he's quick with his you know his puns, and, and when he said fo fo fo, and we ended up you know playing twelve, uh, thirteen games instead of twelve or whatever, and that was history. That was that was a piece of history because. Uh, I think one of the groups in Philly, you know, made a song out of it. <laughs> who could who could play with the you guys today in today's game, where you know, um, where you see somebody who's suiting up today? You know what? That yeah, guy well, could have played well, with me on the Sixers or anything like that. You got one? Yeah, well, well, if it was the other way around, I'd take Andrew Tony and then I'd sit him out there and let him and Steph Curry shoot those jumpers stepping over half court. Andrew showed us that in his game. Mm, uh, you know, LeBron could play. Kevin Garnett could play. Um, not Kevin Garnett. Uh, Kevin uh, Durant mm. uh, could play. Curry could play. Um, let's see. Uh, what do you think of Morant, Dr. Yeah, J? Morant, what do you think of him? Morant could play, Morant could play in any era. <laughs> right. He's, he, he's just amazing. And then the big guys. I mean, you know, with uh, Jokic and Embiid and, and uh, you know, the the, uh, the, the kid in um, in Utah, defensive Yeah, player. Gobert. Yeah, Gobert, for sure. Gobert, you know, they, they would be good fits. Who's your MVP for this year then, before I let you go on your day? Because you, it's so close. You know, Jokic had a great weekend. Giannis had an incredible week last week, and Embiid – you know, with everything yeah. that happened with Ben Simmons, kept things on the straight and narrow, and the Sixers are, as you pointed yeah. out earlier, can uh, can make a run. What do you think? I, I'm hopeful that uh, Embiid wins it because you know because he does talk about it, and it's and it's something that you know it's one of those carrots out there that he's reaching for. But I think the most deserving guy is Jokic. Uh, he hasn't missed any games. And, you know, night in and night out, I mean, he's, he's done he did better than he did last year. So he was MVP last year. And when you get better, I don't think you lose status. Uh, not if it's a fair if it's a fair fight. But I'm going to pull for Embiid because he's my guy. And Anatokounmpo, who knows how he's going to finish up. But both he and both Embiid and Anatokounmpo have, have missed. 
several weeks of play, Jokic has been out there every night. You know, he is what he is. Well, everybody check out the uh, Debate the Goatness campaign. It is the next chapter of the Best Coke Ever global campaign from last year. And, um, you know, I appreciate the time with you, Dr. J. Always. Oh, that's good to talk to you. Stay well. Absolutely. You too. That's the all-time great Julius Irving right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Just went a little zinc to go out the door, you know. Uh, let's take a break and uh, empty the phone banks, set up the rest of the week, maybe sneak in a couple more of those overreactions from Brockman because I kind of went down a <laughs> little bit of a Kaepernick wormhole to wrap up overreaction. It was necessary. Monday. Okay, thank you. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on this busy Monday, National Championship Day. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. 844-204-RICH, number to dial back here on our program. Dr. J, sir. Yeah. Do you know that that? story about him? uh, I did not know. That his friend called him doctor and he called his friend professor. professor, And then somebody in, you know, at the Virginia Squires called, you know, heard that. It's like a guy who called everybody doctor, apparently. Right. That the uh, trainer called everyone doc and now he was Dr. J. Somebody came out with that. One of the greatest nicknames of all time, man. Because he operates. I was, uh, I, you know, I just, you know, sometimes I just got to sit back and like watch you do your thing. I was too nervous to chime in there because it was the doc. But that was that was impressive. But the Moses Malone story was great. You come up from Houston to Philly with your stuff in your car and you're leaving your top down and yeah. thinking it's all sweet. It ain't all sweet in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chris, what were your what were your um, what were your your NBA overreaction Mondays? Yeah, so I had a couple NBA ones. What do you got? Uh, the first one was, um, I have no idea who the NBA MVP is. That's that's. I, I think we're going into the final week here. I have no idea. Uh, Joker is the favorite uh, in Las Ve- in Las Vegas, followed by Embiid, and Giannis is a long shot at six to one. But he, he, I, I, it just it kind of depends what day it is on which guy dominates. I think when Embiid came out here to Los Angeles and crushed crushed it against the Clippers and the Lakers. And, you know, this basketball crazy media market and what he sh- he was on with 
Corden, right? Is that or did he go? He was, oh, I, oh, I didn't he was see on a that, late night no. show, and Chris Mannix chatted with him out here right, for Mannix's his pod. Interview I read, yeah. And the LA, you know, media got got a hold of him, mm-hmm. and it was, and they looked terrific here, and that he was the guy, right? And then Giannis had the week of all weeks last week, and he was the guy, mm-hmm. and then Jokic just did what he did yesterday, and it's like, oh yeah, that's right, the reigning MVP <laughs> is two right. assists. Shy of averaging a triple double, 27, 14, and 8 on 58% shooting. He's the center, by the way. Correct. <laughs> eight assists is the center. Yeah, correct. So He's the only player in the top 10 in points per game, rebounds per game, and, and assists per game. And he doesn't have his two best teammates. That's, and that's no joke. Crazy. So I would say that I I would say I would say that that is not a uh, an overreaction at all. I think it comes down to the last week, don't you? I think so. I think so. These guys are gonna have to show out, and we'll see what happens. And I think Embiid's already working the refs a little bit, right? Embiid also, uh, yeah. In an article yesterday, after yesterday, he was like, "I don't know how much more I have to do. Like, what do I have to do to win this award?" Here we go. Let's uh, let's take a listen. This is uh, Joel Embiid. Because don't forget again, he he. He stayed virtually silent during the whole Simmons thing. And by the way, the Nets just announced an hour ago that Simmons is out for the rest of the regular season and the play-in tournament. So we won that trade. <laughs> for the I moment, mean, yeah. yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, you kind of miss the, Seth Curry a little bit right now. Yeah, Although he's now hurt. Which is he's ki- hurt, too. Which though. is killing Brooklyn. They're the so. 10th seed right now. Here's Embiid. Like I said, he's, he's out of my control. Um, you know, uh, if it happens, great. Uh, if it doesn't, I, I don't know what I had to do at this point. Uh, you know, at this point, I feel like you know, I'm, uh, they hate me. So, and it's cool. And uh, you know, that's always been kind of like the my career in Philly. And I feel like in Philly, you always felt like you know, you always have to do more to kind of. I don't know why, but that's always the feeling that I've always had, uh, that, you know, you have to do more than the others. Uh, you know, the standard for, you know, guys in Philly or for me is different than the standard than everybody else. Uh, whether if you have good games and you lose, uh, that standard is not the same as, and it's cool. I like the challenge. Uh, so it's on me to go out there and try to, you know, step my game up, and win games. Okay. Embiid's averages 30-12-4. and four. Jokic is 27-14-8. and eight. And at 10, Giannis is 30-12-6. <laughs> I think he's wrong in the sense that people don't like him. Who doesn't like Embiid? He's know. funny. He's do. good at basketball. Yeah, the only award I'm concerned with him winning, though, to be honest, is, is the Larry O.B. trophy. That's... MVP would be great, but there's a bigger prize in well, store. Dr. So. J seemed like uh, the, your bench is too thin to do it. Yeah, it seems like All it. All right, last one, guys. Uh, we talked about on Friday how it was the most important Lakers game of the season. They lost. Uh, and then a huge game on Sunday against the Nuggets. They lost. They lost. This is the most de- disappointing Lakers season of no, all time. Oh, man. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. They were expected to win the title or at least be in the final. Did you see Magic went on uh, ESPN today and said the team, instead of getting Westbrook, could have gotten DeRozan and then traded Kuzma for Heald? Oh, come on. 
And that if they had done that instead of the Westbrook trade, they'd be playing for the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, DeRozan had said a few weeks ago that he wanted to go. They'd probably have 70 LA. wins if they... Uh... The way that guy's playing, by yeah. the way? Well, I think I just, you're assuming that DeRozan that is blossoming right, in Chicago yeah. would have... And then Buddy Hill making threes and Anthony Davis doesn't get hurt. Same thing with LeBron. I mean, DeRozan might be on my first team All NBA. I got to make Ooh, the list, but man. he's he's in contention. Let's put it. I mean, I, I, I think he's, he's had a top fifteen season. That's yeah, for no sure. Doubt. He deserves it. Yeah, LeBron and um, LeBron and uh, Anthony Davis. We pointed out earlier this was not supposed to happen. Yeah. That I mean they're 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 toast. Two wins since uh, four wins. Pardon me, since the uh, the All Star game. Did you see the conversation um, on TNT that it was brought up that the Lakers are doing this with five Hall of Famers on the team? And Shaq's like, who are the five? You know, like LeBron, AD, Anthony Davis, Mello, Mello, Russell Westbrook, and then they mentioned Dwight Howard, and he's like, yeah, that's four. How can he say that? With a straight face. Dwight, Dwight Howard. Yeah, but Shaq and Dwight Howard have always had some really strange beef. Like, Dwight Howard's a Hall there's of Famer. By the way, real talk, Dwight should have been on the All-75 team. Like He got really hosted. Yeah. People forget how dominant he was. Orlando Dwight was yeah. a beast. I'll tell you what, man. L.A., Dwight, and L.A., it, it, what's going on here in L.A., it's just, uh, it's ugly. It's ugly. As, your point, as you point out. Thanks to Bill Walton. Yes. Enjoy, the, enjoy the Westwood One <laughs> coverage of the national championship game tonight. Jay Billis will be on tomorrow's program to discuss it.